for the kayaks or not. <laughs> just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday 8 to 10 down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> guys how's it going pretty great i'm sure um we have a little announcement for you a psa of sorts yes uh listen to cowards every 10 a.m to 11 on mutiny radio on fridays yay for some sweet scared storytelling please do it we need you (laughs) so badly yes okay goodbye goodbye (laughs) and all the kissing is kissing Plastic. What could it be? It's exactly what you think it is. Flat. Black. Plastic. Vinyl. Records. Round. Played. Mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Walker. Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with... 
to be a comic, it's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone kept positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, seven to nine with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THCD. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. Are we excited to start this shit? I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm Hunter Uniac. I'm going to be hosting the first half of this thing. I'm, um, I'm really fucking excited to be here. A little bit about me. I'm uh, 24 years old, you know, which means I've just found out why I hate hanging out with people my own age, you know, 24-year-olds. It's um, them breathing, you know? It's fucking insane, guys. I hate it. I do. I'm, uh, people say I'm mature for my age, and I think that's bullshit. You know, I do. People say I'm mature because, like, I've, I found out it's because I don't really talk a lot off stage. You know, what that really means is I'm just too stupid to string together a coherent sentence based upon the subject matter at hand. And I know that sounded smart, but it took me an hour and a half to write that fucking joke. You know? First 45 minutes was me figuring out the difference between a dictionary and the source. It was not okay, guys. It wasn't. It wasn't. I'm having a great time. I had sex with a raver last week. That was fun. Yeah. Raver. 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 Thank you for correcting me, Alyssa Westerlin. That would have gone horribly wrong. That would have gone horribly wrong. But yeah, I had sex with a raver last week. I knew she was a raver because we had sex the first time. We used a glow stick condom, which means we broke it before we used it. You know? Now she's calling me. It's insane. It is not okay. I might be a dad. Yeah. Oh, fucking. <laughs> oh, you just met me and you're already sad. Like, you do not need to have kids right now. I know. I don't. I don't. I, um, what else, guys? What else? Went to a wedding last week. That was fun. You know, at this wedding, I had, the, I had this tradition called the money dance. And if you guys don't know what that is, is you walk up to the bride, present her with a certain amount of cash, and then you get to dance with her for a final farewell. And I think it's a great way to start off a lifelong commitment based on mutual trust, love, and respect for one another. You know, have all the guys at your bachelor party shower your wife with singles for a private dance. You know? the fuck was that? All right. All right. It's weird. I was actually there for my um, parents' wedding. You guys don't know. It's crazy. I was born a bastard child. I was, I was the ring bearer. You know, looking back, I thought it was an honor, but looking back on it now, I realize my mom was pregnant with my little brother, which means I wasn't even the fucking child they got married over. <laughs> yeah, you know the whole ring bearer thing supposed to be a great honor? No, that was my first shitty temp job. It sucked. It sucked. I um, found out I'm a boring person lately. That sucks. You guys want to find out you're a boring person? People on cocaine just walk out of your conversations. <laughs> you know? Not to do more cocaine, just like anything else. Like, motherfucker, I'm the one that brought the cocaine. Are you telling me I spent $100 for you to still ignore me? 
No, if that was going to happen, I should have brought weed. That way you'd have a fucking excuse. You know, but I get, I get why nobody likes talking to me. When you have the uh, conversational skills of Helen Keller, nobody's really into it. I know you guys, I'm not saying because she's deaf and blind, I'm saying because she's uh, fucking dead. You know? It's insane, people. It is. It is. I um, kept up my New Year's resolution. I went vegetarian. That kind of sucks. People are looking at me like, Hunter, how are you going to be vegetarian? How are you going to be vegetarian? I reply the same exact way every single time. Just, bitch, hot sauce, ranch dressing, and butter are all vegetarian. I'm going to be fine, motherfucker. Yeah, never been more wrong in my life. I had a relapse. It was bad. I started off, I was 89 days sober of um, meat. One more day, I would have gotten that cool little AA chip they always give you, except mine were like doubled as a discount at any farmer's market, you know? But it's weird. I had a bad relapse. I started off the night by like chugging a 40 ounce of chicken broth, you know? And by the end of it, I was throwing chugs of bacon on a spoon, putting a lighter at trying to cook the fuckers. It's not okay. I was vegetarian for three weeks. Bought my first scarf. That's a fucking joke, people. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I um, what else, guys? What else? I've um, I'm at this age right now. Where I'm starting to say this phrase a lot. You know, I'm pretty sure we've all said it. Like, shit, I'm turning into my mother, or shit, I'm turning into my father. And I realize that we say both those phrases in the same day. That's how schizophrenia develops. Very fun. Very fun. A um, little bit about me. I'm half white and half Filipino, which means I'm 100% white at heart but like 100% Filipino on paper, you know, for college reasons. <laughs> Did they work? No, not the point. I guess the point is I'm so white, I leave Yelp reviews for my drug dealers. You know? I'm so white, if I was a pimp, all my bitches would have dental. I'm so white, I discovered most deaf from the cameo he had on House. I'm so white, my favorite rapper was the singer from Linkin Park. Yeah, I wrote that joke before he died. It's okay, people. It's weird, though, but I'm really Filipino. And, like, in this racially tense time, since I can't complain about my white side and I wanted to feel left, you know, I wanted to, like, be a part of this, um, I want somebody to commit a Filipino hate crime. You know? Nobody did it, though. I get it. Because when you're a group of individuals who are so wishy-washy, you can't even decide how to spell your own ethnicity, you're not going to piss anybody off. You know? So if you can't beat them, join them. I made my own hate group, guys! Who wants to join? Anybody here right-handed? Yeah, none of you wants to answer that question. I know. I know. I know. You're left-handed. Fuck yeah, Alyssa. Fuck yeah. It's going to be me and you just in Washington, D.C. chanting, doorknob shall not oppress us. You know? I know I'm better than you as a person because have you guys ever seen a Nazi do that Nazi salute with their left hand? Yeah. We fucking knew better. You know? It's insane. You guys know that four of the last six U.S. presidents have been um, right-handed? I mean, left-handed. The only two that haven't been, George W. Bush, Donald fucking Trump. Yeah, none of you are worthy for the presidency. None of you. It's going to be great. I know, like, some of you guys are kind of laughing on right now. Like, you started off kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird. Now you're laughing along, kind of making it okay. That's how hate groups get started, guys. It'll be great. You all join my cause just by laughing. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I, um, hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah? Cool. You guys are fucking weird. All right, guys, that's my time. I want everybody to boo me right fucking now. No, boo me more. Boo me more. You can do better. I love it. And I want you to turn that visceral hatred and regret towards me and turn to love and admiration for this next comic right fucking now. Everybody, give it up for Arjun Banerjee. All right. Hunter said his family would be here. Who's, who's a uniac here? Okay. Hunter's family hates him. That's right. 
Oh, that sucks, dude. No, I love Hunter's family. Okay, I was going to do bits about how I know Hunter's family because they're all Irish contractors, which... Like every, and like every Irish person I know, I'd be like, what are your dad doing? It's like, oh, he's a contractor. It's like, get better jobs. Anyways, I, uh, you come to this country. No, I'm kidding. I don't hate immigrants because I don't think they're going to steal my job because I'm unemployed. Uh, uh, can't steal what I don't have. Get, go make a job, dude, and then I'll fucking take it with my English. Anyways, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, fucking Eastern Europeans are ruining this country. I, um, I don't have, I don't, I don't have that belief. I don't know why I said it. I, um, you guys ever, like, wake up at, like, 6 a.m. and go to the gym and just, y'all fuck all you people, and then go home and sleep till noon? <laughs> I fucking, I hate the gym. I don't like going, th- I don't, first of all, you're up early and you're using your free time to exercise, like, how dare you? I don't like going to the gym. I hate it. I like get turned on at the gym and I don't like that. And I know that might sound creepy, but it's not. I get turned on by how hot I'm going to be. You know, I'm just doing like 10 pound curls, making direct eye contact with myself in one of the many mirrors, just like, fuck yeah. (laughs) If I just do this every day for like six months, I'm going to be so goddamn fuckable. And I've been thinking that once a month for six years. (laughs) It is not going well. Uh, Some people are like, hey, just get a personal trainer. But I don't understand personal trainers. Like, I have never been exercising and thought, man, I wish the hottest person I've ever seen was criticizing me right now. (laughs) Come on, guys. (laughs) Come on, that's a good joke. It got 8,000 upvotes on Reddit once. Anyways, I... uh, And all my other jokes got nothing, but that one, 8K, so I don't need your approval, is what I'm saying, is what I'm saying, I'm saying literally 13,000 people saw it, and most of them liked it, so fuck you guys, I, uh, um, I believe in myself, I hate it when women make me use condoms, like, I don't have an STD, and I think it'd be super cool to have one, like, give it to me, give me one, I mean, like, how amazing would it be, your doctor's like, are you sexually active? And be like, just ask my herpes. Like, okay, that was a new one. Um, I wrote that one yesterday, and here's another one I wrote yesterday. I, uh, but no, when I, I think the Me Too movement, I've made changes in my life. Like now, I ask for consent at every step of the process. And some people are like, hey, doesn't that ruin the mood? I already did that. Okay, <laughs> fine. I got, here's a joke, that, uh, you know what, fine, I'll do it. I, uh, I got my credit card stolen recently, that's right, the thief ended up spending $341 at a Ross, uh, I think they just bought a Ross, <laughs> you know, like, could have gone to Target, but idiots, I don't, I, I, I it, Indian food before I got here. That's why I ran here. That's why I'm so sweaty. Uh, I don't get why people complain about Indian food. Uh, They say it gives them the shits. (laughs) But food should do that. (laughs) Like, if you're not pooping after you eat, see a doctor. Uh, That shit will clear you right up. I, uh, um... I, uh, the other day, my friend, he was bragging to me, and he was like, yo, man, I got laid using Tinder last night. And I was like, you know, that's not that impressive. He used a hookup app to hook up. Like, you know what would be fucking incredible? 
is getting laid on Yelp. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. I don't even know how you do that. Like, five stars to this dick. Okay. I, um... Yeah, I got a really... It, it my, it's not long. It just starts at a weird place. <laughs> it's, like, not centered. It's, like, starts right here. Like, sometimes I reach for my keys and just my dick, you know? What is going on with my body that God gave me? God just wanted me to fuck at a weird angle. You know, you see those porn angles where they're like this? That's how I have to fuck. It's, it's bad, dog. You know, it's weird. It's weird. Very big, though. Got the longest fucking dick. It's two in... No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to say that. I'm not a hack. My dick's normal size. Everyone just guess what? how big my dick is. <laughs> With your words. <laughs> guess an inch count. Seven and a half. Dude, if my dick was this long, I wouldn't be doing comedy. <laughs> like, are you kidding? I wouldn't be like, please think I'm funny to girls. I'd just be like, yo, you guys like your vagina being just crammed? Is that what you're into? You want me to pound your cervix while I stretch it farther than it's supposed to go? Make you feel like you're beginning to give birth? I know girls fucking love that. I've seen porn. I, uh, yo, who watches porn here? Fucking sinners, man. Sinners every one of you, dude. Oh my God, holy shit. You guys are going to hell, dude. God God doesn't want you to watch porn. Like, dude, the Lord is watching you right now and he saw you clap and he was like, that's hot. Anyways, I, uh, <laughs> did you know God masturbates to you watching porn? That's how God gets off. That's, that's, that's a fun fact. That's like, that's the craziest thing about the Lord. Like, it's in the Bible. It's Genesis 3.17. It's like, and God created the earth. Then he created porn, and then he likes to like just make a weird sound while he watches you jerk off. <laughs> and he just like rubs himself until he comes. Like he doesn't do this. It's like over the pants. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, that was called riffing. <laughs> I didn't sit home and write that. I wouldn't. Um, and it's never going to work again. Anyways, it's, we, we got to share that. Am I recording this set? Hunter, am I recording this set? You know I'm not gonna fucking <laughs> down, like, go into the fucking archives and download it. Like, <sighs> okay. After my set, I'm gonna go outside and type what I just said. Uh, who's taking notes? Anyways, who's taking notes? Who's our secretary? Who's, Libra, are you secretarian? Well, it's a nice haircut. I like it. Uh, um... Fuck me. I, I, uh, the, uh, do you guys want to hear the story of the most offensive joke I ever told? It was not the one I just told. It was, uh, uh, that was blasphemous. The Lord, um, the Lord is a woman. Anyways, just kidding. I don't know why I said that. Anyways, I, um, I was at a biker bar in Hayward, and uh, there was an open mic there. And I said, you guys want to hear a joke about why motorcycle gangs are fucking pussies? And then I said this joke, it's, uh, I don't respect motorcycle gangs because I could beat an entire gang of motorcycles in a fight. How? Uh, with a car. And they did not like that. Because <laughs> it, it's like a lot easier to just be like, ha, you triggered liberal when the person you've offended is like some skinny white college student. 
Well, when it's a 250-pound man nicknamed Chainsaw, you're like, maybe you're right. <laughs> like, maybe you guys, like, I don't know. Like, maybe I should change my ways. But it turns out the main reason they got uh, so offended, because uh, it was uh, about two weeks earlier, one of their friends had actually, like, <laughs> like died in a motorcycle accident. Uh, so I was right. <laughs> you fucking idiots. Getting on your motorcycle, knowing the Lord's going to strike you down with one of his divine cars. Or I'm just going to cut you off. Because I'm texting, dog. Like, I'm texting all the time. Yo, I don't even have any friends who text me. I just pull out my notes app and I just write down thoughts. <laughs> like, you know, if something funny comes to me or I'm just like, I want to kill someone. Anyways, uh, who here is filled with bloodlust? Yo, you ever be filled with bloodlust? Okay, um... Yo, fucking, uh, fucking, here's a, why, 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 why is it Alvin and the chipmunks when Alvin is also a chipmunk? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what the fuck is going on, Simon and Theo? Rise up, dog! Rise up! Let your oppressors know! Yo, fuck Alvin, dog. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. I will do this until everyone does it. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. Brady, do you think you're too good to chant fuck Alvin? Are you like, oh, I'm a comedian. I'm not going to participate in the audience. Brady, we're all open micers. We're here. Do you know how many good shows are going on right now that we are not booked on? Set up. Cheaper than therapy. Comedy Oakland. Random shows at bars run by people who think we're hacks. It's great out there, and we're here. So I will say it f 15 more times, and you will chant with me because we are all filth, okay? Now, say it with me. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. Fuck Alvin. Fuck. Oh, I will run the light to do this. There it is. There it is. Oh, did you guys see the saliva just come out of my mouth? That's the hatred I have for Alvin Chipmunk. <laughs> What's his last name? Jason Lee played the dad, so Alvin Lee. I knew an Alvin Chan growing up. I, uh, he fucked a girl I wanted to date. So fuck Alvin! Okay, that's my time. Uh. everybody that was great that was so great I'm just gonna keep the show rolling for the next comic everybody lose your shit right now for Rachel D oh god you guys does um I just want to ask you does this shirt make me look like I'm trying too hard <laughs> to be Kim possible <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe maybe I look more like the mom from The Incredibles. <laughs> Except instead of the extra stretchy superpowers, you know, just a bad mom. You know, just a bad mom. Yeah. Uh, I just got approved for disability leave. 
Thank you. Yeah, I think it's so interesting how people always cheer and clap. Uh, of that, it's like I think that might be the new American dream. <laughs> it's like, dear God, let me lose a limb so I don't have to work anymore. Uh, obviously, I didn't lose a limb, <laughs> but I got approved because I'm crazy. Yeah. You know, not the kind of crazy that's going to shoot up a place or anything, you know, because um, that's man's work. <laughs> you guys have that all locked and loaded. You know, you don't need our help with that. <laughs> um, I recently turned 40. Thank you. I'm 40 years old. I get a lot of weird responses, uh, confusion mostly when I announce that I'm 40. Um, actually, last week when I, w I was at a bar and I told a guy I was 40, and his response was, oh, but you're so pretty. Yeah. So I drop kicked him and choked him out. <laughs> dick. <laughs> I was just like, what is that? I'm trying to figure it out. It made me think, like, what are 40-year-olds supposed to look like? I mean, when we turn 40, are we supposed to grow a hump? Yeah. Maybe some warts to designate our 40-ishness. Like, just put that out there. I don't know. I was listening to a few ladies in their 30s, mid-30s, talk about how their sex drive is taking a nosedive, you know? <laughs> and I was just thinking, <laughs> Just wait, because when you're 40, you're horny all the fucking time, all the time. It's like I have an 18-year-old boy inside me, you know? I'd like an 18-year-old boy inside me, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, 40 is a trip. I'm trying to lean into it, though. I'm trying to do what 40-year-olds do, you know? Like, I tried cougaring. And uh, I got hung up on the word cougar. Like, who decided that, that we have to be cougars, you know? Like, maybe I want to be a kangaroo, you know? <laughs> maybe I just want to grab a youngster, throw him in my pouch, and bounce, you know? <laughs> cougar. I mean, I, I guess I get it, you know? Like, big cats like to play with their food. Uh, it's all right. I used this, uh, tried to use this younger appearance, right, to uh, stalk and capture 24-year-olds in the wild. You know? But then I located their natural habitat. Mm, yeah, which is playing Xbox <laughs> at their parents' house. <laughs> yeah, so now I practice catch and release, you know. I think I've just realized that the age of a dude is pretty much how many hours I can spend with him. <laughs> yeah, so we're at 24. <laughs> you got a day, kid. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure cougaring is not for me. I actually have tattoos that are older than the last guy I dated. <laughs> is that a problem? Or am I just bragging? I might be just bragging. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody have any siblings out there? You guys have any siblings? 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 Yeah? Xavier, how many siblings do you have? You have two. Are you the baby? I can totally tell. You look spoiled as shit. <laughs> Who's the favorite? Yeah, that was quick, right? <laughs> you. <laughs> all right. No, I think we can all, we all know who the favorite is, right? We all know. I think our parents aren't very, you know, it's human, really, right? Um, if you don't know who the favorite is, you're just not very observant. You know, like I know who the favorite is in my family because this is how my mom introduces us. She's like, this is Zachary and he works for NASA. And this is Rachel 
and she lives in San Francisco. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. My greatest achievement was moving out. Yeah, moving out. It's okay, I get it. You know, I'm a parent, you know, and, and I have a favorite. You know? It's the one I kept. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Pregnancy was awful. I felt completely lied to. Um, like, I was told that I was going to be, like, the most beautiful, glowing, you know, representative of Mother Earth. And, um, yeah, pregnancy did not feel like a Miss America pageant for me, you know? It felt, it felt more like a livestock competition. <laughs> I think I earned that blue ribbon. Yeah, I was eating for two grown men because I couldn't drink the pain away. Couldn't drink it away. I'm not that irresponsible. <laughs> um, but you know what the, the kicker is when you're pregnant, when you are the most pregnant, when you are the most bloated, beach whale, cankled pregnant, that is the horniest you're ever going to be in your entire life. Yeah. Guys, if you want to freak in bed, go find yourself a pregnant lady. They will do anything for some dick. I was so pissed. I was like, what the fuck, Mother Nature? <laughs> like, I'm already knocked up. Why do I want a dick in me? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I already have a dick in me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, being a parent, honestly, it's a lot like being on parole. You know, you have to look for your escape. I'm a good mom, I'm a good mom. Like, you know, I make sure he brushes his teeth. You know, I put him to bed. Yeah, I don't leave until the Ambien has taken effect. Yeah, because I can't put him in the dryer anymore. You guys are underestimating the dryer, right? I mean, it's got a door, right? It's warm, it comes with a ride. Nah, I'm not a monster. You know, I add a softener sheet. My kid is now 15 and 6'2", right? Yeah, I know. I don't even know how I made that. <laughs> like, it took, actually, it took all 15 years to put the pieces back together. Yeah. He was 10 pounds and 2 feet when he was born. I gave birth to a toddler. Like, he walked out of me, you know? Yeah. Now he's a teenager, though, you know, he's a bit ungrateful, right? You know, teenagers can be a bit ungrateful. So I just make sure that I remind him that he's lucky, right? You know, he's lucky that three was just one too many abortions. <laughs> yeah, he loves that joke. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I shop in the big girl section of the children's department. It's just cheaper and it fits, you know? But I do worry that I'm gonna get uh, kidnapped by a pedophile, you know? And then when he discovers I'm 40, I'm just gonna be rejected again. <laughs> yeah, rejected again. But you know, I found a really cute shirt there recently. Actually, it's kind of sexy, you know? I shouldn't be too surprised though, right? Little girls are dressing like skanks these days. <laughs> yeah, I slut shame children, right? That's how you can tell I'm 40. Uh, no, it was a cute shirt. Like, I got it home, I, I, I took it out of the bag, and then I noticed that uh, there was a picture of Elmo on the back. <laughs> so I put it on, and I wore it out, 
because you know I just I just want to take I just want to take the pedophiles away from the kids you know there's something kind of attractive about like a tinted window nondescript white van I, I don't know I like being touched inappropriately so I just I just I feel like it might be my civic duty you know I just want them to say I did it for the kids I'm gonna say I did it for the kids. Yeah. Um, when I, I I did just recently break up with my boyfriend, and um, when I broke up with him, I told myself it was because I was tired of pretending you know, to be monogamous. <laughs> uh, but um, you know what I failed to value was relationship dick. You know, safe dick. <laughs> Because, you know, safe dick, it, it might trap you, like, in a cycle of monotony, you know? But it won't trap you in a basement. <laughs> no. Yeah. Or make you play Xbox. <laughs> or more realistically, you know, make you watch him play Xbox. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks. I'm Rachel D. <laughs>
that naturally happens every time I pretend I smoke. It's just a reflex now. And then I go like, well, she will be way different now. Like, first of all, Jesus will have never died. I mean, you all smoke weed here, we're in San Francisco. You know how paranoid you get when you smoke that shit? Jesus wouldn't be up there in the mound and be like, Judah will come and give him a kiss and he'll be like, all right, fuck you, fuck you. This motherfucker already gave me the kiss. I'm not leaving this place. They killing me after this, fuck you. He will never live, he would have never died. The Lord will be alive. Well, he's alive technically, if the story is right. Well, yeah, um, then I go like, also, when you go to church, you know, everything will be way perfect. Instead of like them giving you that little cookie, I don't know how it's called, it's just a little cookie. I've never been to a church, so I don't know what the fuck they do there. But they'll give you a little cookie, right? That's all I know. And instead of giving you that little cookie, they will have munchy food, all these glorious hot Cheetos, gummy bears, and all these like shitty food that you can imagine where you're high as fuck. Um, instead of passing the little glass of wine, they will just pass a pipe, and it will be the greatest thing in the world. Next thing you know is that the priest will come up there, and he will be, all right, everybody, I want you to open your Bible into, holy fucking shit. I'm way too high, guys. I can't do this today. You know what? God bless you all. Go home. Be nice to your brother. Smoke some pot when you get home. Drive safe. Don't get pulled over. You know now it's a DUI if you smoke weed and drive. It's fucking stupid, but it is. Usually people laugh when I say that. Damn it. <laughs> well, the only problem I have with that joke is that there's always a person in the crowd who comes to me afterwards and she's like, uh, excuse me, darling. And you can imagine how this lady looks. She's probably like this height, like this long, this short hair. And her name is Dorothy, over 50 years old. And she's like, the fact that you're atheist doesn't mean you can talk crap about Jesus in the church. And I go, whoa, whoa, wait a second, ma'am. I'm not atheist. I never said I was atheist. In fact, I believe in every single religion out there. Just because I'm fucking scared that when the day I die, I get there with San Pedro, you know, homie San Pedro, and I'll be like, if you guys don't know who San Pedro is, St. Peter, translation. <laughs> and I'll be like, hey, what's up, brother? He'll be like, um, you're not in the list. I'm like, wait a second. I'm a Christian. You know, we hate on everybody who doesn't believe in what we believe. That's what we stand for. He'd be like, no, that's not the right one. I'd be like, all right, fuck me. Which one is the right one? And he'd be like, Jehovah Witnesses, bro. Fuck, I never opened the door for those motherfuckers. So I will be like thinking, like, how the fuck am I gonna sneak into heaven? So I'm just gonna stand there and be like, hey, yo, let a homie in. He'd be like, no, bro, sorry. Jehovah Witness only. Be like, fuck, I'm so fucked right now. But then, 10 minutes later, I'm just gonna be partying up with all the Jehovah Witness in heaven. And now you're all like looking at me like, how the fuck if you were not a Jehovah Witness? Well, I'm just a fucking Latino. There's no fucking wall or fence that can stop me. So thank you very much, everyone. Keep going for Sam, everybody. Keep going for Sam.
One thing I hate about nicotine withdrawals is I forget what I've said on stage. Did I tell you how I lost weight, guys? No? Okay. I lost a lot of weight recently, people. I'm on a special diet. It's called uh, moving out of your parents' place. It's a two-step diet. Step one, you burn half your paycheck on the 17th every month. Step two, you fucking cry. By the way, did you guys know that crying burns more tears than laughter? Which is why stand-up comics gain weight as soon as they fucking start. Yeah, true fact. This next comedian, guys. He's writing his notes down right there. He laughs so much that he doesn't even need to cry because look how skinny he is. Everybody, give it up for the crazy Brady Hold right now. Motherfucking Hunter Uniac, everybody! Oh my god. Just swinging it everywhere like a fucking porn star or something. I uh, apparently was informed I should quit comedy tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'm Brady Hold. Uh, I say my name when I'm nervous. I'm just, I'm doing well. I'm doing well for a 22-year-old, but I just turned 31, so I got that going for me. I look like a nice guy. Don't I look like a nice guy, right? You know, it's true. I am a nice guy. It's also true what they say about nice guys, and that we finish last. And this has never really helped me in life finishing last, except for that one time I was running in the Boston Marathon. I finished last that day, you guys, and it saved my life. Brady Hold. Yeah. I look like a failed magician from Pier 99. <laughs> Everyone's all happy when you can saw somebody in half, but then they're all pissed off when you can't put them back together again. Brady Hold, what do we got going on here? Mentioned porn stars earlier. I got to thinking, is there a Wikipedia for porn stars? If you want to look up like one of your one of your all-time greats, your favorites. Apparently, Ron Jeremy jerks off with has uh, has ladies jerk him off with his pinky with their pinkies out, and uh, you could write that fact down on Dickipedia. You're right. That's acceptable level of laughter for that joke. All 10,000 listeners are cracking up right now. I don't know if there's 10,000 listeners. I, I doubt this extremely. I've been coming here like four years. I'm not calling, calling uh, you know, I'm not calling uh, shenanigans, but uh, I just want to, I have said pretty much every set, my name is Brady Hold, and you can follow me on social media, and none of those 10,000 people have ever done it. So... I'm just saying, facts, <laughs> they speak for themselves, because I'm Brady Hold, you guys, I'm Brady Hold. I'm uh, not the most famous Brady Hold, if you were to Google me, you get some results or something like, Tom Brady holds the past, or Wayne Brady holds desperately onto his career. <laughs> He's a nice guy, though. I'm Brady Hold, and uh, I'm celebrating tonight, you guys, I'm celebrating, I'm two years cancer-free. That's right. Uh, I am an Aries, and my ex was a Cancer, and I have not seen her in two years. It's great. I just hope I don't go into remission and see that cancerous bitch anytime soon. I'm gonna go into the crowd for crowd work. <laughs> What's your name? You're you're not a comic, right? You're Hunter's friend, Siobhan and Fergus. Cool, man. I don't meet many Ferguses. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I did have this thing, I, yeah, I, I know another Siobhan, so, <laughs> but uh, she's pretty hot and cross-eyed, but 
we don't want to get into specifics right now. <sighs> All right, I'm Brady Holden. Uh, you guys, a lot of the people these days are complaining about feelings, getting hurt, and they're all too sensitive. And I say, hey, if you don't want to feel a goddamn thing, then you should just wear a condom. <laughs> Fergus agrees. He's like, yeah. He's like, all right. <laughs> he thought of he thought of a funnier comedian right at this moment. <laughs> Don't worry. If you guys are not here to laugh, I'm here to bomb. It's just it's how I roll. I uh, am Brady Hold, and I've been uh, doing this thing where I'm 30 days sober. Yeah, uh, let's see. The first day was January 17th, and then the next one was February 2nd, and then the next one was March 3rd. No, I mean, I, I, I did a sober August thing. It was fun, but now I'm drinking again. Still haven't smoked weed yet, so uh, I'm just waiting for a really good harvest because it's the end of the season. It's shit weed anyway right now. Anyway, anyway, that's... Uh, too much to talk about, you guys. I'm Brady Hold, and I recently caught a sexually transmitted cold. That's right. I have sniffles. <laughs> sniffles. Um, all the tricks. Oh yeah, I thought of this today. Uh, the first time I sleep with a woman, I I try to pull out all the tricks to everything possible to make her think like this is amazing this guy is worth coming back for i want to give her like a, a a rewards card i give her like you know 50 percent off next time she brings a friend you know it's just like you know like buy one get one free you know you guys are right i should not try new jokes fuck this quit comedy Get out of here with with all that I got. I was there that night. Arjun said that that joke, and uh, it's true. He did say that, and he almost got his ass beat. Man, you don't get everything you want in life. Um, I uh, <laughs> am Brady Hold, and I was trying this new method. With my girlfriend, uh, it's the pull-out method. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about it, but she just wanted to pull out of our relationship and start dating other people. She started without me. She started without me. Yeah. You can also laugh silently like Xavier is doing, deep on the inside, just like they are. All 10,000 listeners, that's why you can't hear them. That's why you can't hear them, and they won't follow you on social media. They're like, but what's your name? And I'm like, I'm Brady Hold! Brady Hold. I want to, uh, you know, I want to, how about an impression, okay? Let's let's lighten the mood. I'm going to do an impression here. That was uh, Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Bob Dylan. In case you were like, wow, that sounds just like him. Was that the studio version, the voice, the tonality? I'm like, no, no. I'm just Brady Holt. Uh, 
How about, uh, let's see, should I do my next musical one? No, I want to do this one instead. I, uh, I've been trying this thing at night, because, uh, well, let me start off with, uh, I realized I'm a real mouth breather. I, uh, I have this problem where I'm not breathing through my nose enough. In fact, one night, I rolled over in my sleep, and, uh, my mouth was open, and I said, uh, I love you, Natalie, and, uh, which is a really sweet thing to say. But uh, Nikki did not like that at all. She, she took it the wrong way. So now I tape my mouth shut as I go to sleep at night and I breathe through my nose and there's no more accidental N-words slipping out of my mouth. Accidental N-words. That should be the name of my first special. <laughs> Brady Hold, you guys. Uh, I want to do another musical interpretation. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of singer-songwriter... Adele, uh, but I want to read her lyrics to a song verbatim, but in the voice of my crazy ex-girlfriend, someone like you. I heard that you're settled down, that you found a girl and you're married now. I heard that your dreams came true, guess she gave you things I couldn't give you. Old friend, why are you so shy? <laughs> Ain't like you to hold back or hide from the light. <laughs> I hate to turn up out the blue uninvited, but I couldn't stay away. I couldn't fight it. I had hoped that you'd see my face and that you'd be reminded that for me, it isn't over. <laughs> Verbatim, her lyrics. I'm just the voice of comedy here. Like... <laughs> in mutiny radio studios these fan days did that one did that one that was great asked fergus's name cool i um i don't know if you guys can rate your parents on a one to five scale maybe they're uber drivers but my dad my dad is a hypnotherapist and as such, he has a Yelp business page because apparently hypnotherapy is not covered under insurance, maybe because it doesn't work, but who knows? He's got a bunch of five-star reviews from some hypnotized Los Gatos housewives. And uh, me and my brother, we know what a piece of shit Randy Hold really is. So we went on there and we wrote some one-star reviews. Randy Hold, peace sitting down, one star. Randy Hold, punches like a girl, one star. Randy Hold, he's always talking to other people's kids instead of his own. Those are your girlfriend's kids, Dad. Leave him at the bus stop. One star. And the worst one of all, he's still friends with my ex on Facebook. One star. Okay, I'm, you said high energy. I'm just going to pick it up a little bit, one more bit. I know you gave me the light, but fuck you, Hunter. No, I'm kidding. I love you. He turned me into an alcoholic. I, uh, I'm Brady Hold, and I used to sleep with a bunch of hookers. That's how I do know a few Siobhans. I'm sorry. I, uh, but every once in a while, <laughs> you know, when you are sleeping with a hooker, you got to practice safe sex. And so when they began to roll the condom onto my penis, it took me back to my childhood. I'm sure you guys remember a little game called Operation, where you were trying to use the tweezers and get the organ out of the center of the dude's chest, and then all of a sudden you touch the sides, you get zapped! 
And so when I lowered my penis into this hooker's STD-ridden vaginal canal, I'd think to myself, okay, just, all right, just don't, just don't touch the sides. Oh god, it touched the sides! Oh god, it's like sticking my dick! It's like sticking my dick into a light socket! Oh, come on, Brady Hold, San Francisco-based comedian, you can think harder than that. It's like sticking my dick, it's like sticking my dick into a neon sign. No, harder than that. It's like sticking my dick into 32 megabytes of RAM. No, that's too technical. It's like sticking my dick into a Leco that's wired to a Source 4 that's pointed at a 45 degree angle. No, that's too theater technical, you fucking community college dropout. It's like sticking my dick, it's like sticking my dick into the Arctic winters of hell. It's like sticking my dick into Fergus, it's like sticking my dick into the electoral college system process, it's like sticking my dick into a female comedian, it's just a horrible idea, you guys, don't ever do it, it's like sticking my dick with a hole in a snapping turtle and it snaps, it's like... I'm just saying, you guys, wrap it up, play it safe, wear a condom, I wear a seatbelt for protection. But anyway, that's just me. Hunter Uniac, the one and only. Don't blame your alcoholism on me. I'm sober now. <laughs> that is funny, though. That is funny. His, uh, his car broke down, you know, one day. And he needed a place to crash. So he crashed at my... Um, on my couch one night and yeah he started drinking during weekdays so i really did turn you an alcoholic how the fuck did that happen no idea this next comedian though um i've actually spending a lot of time with him lately this past couple of weeks he's a really fun guy i fucking love him to death everybody can i get one clap just one clap give me two claps give me three claps now keep them fucking going for leroy abueg Hey Hunter, can I can I use the bathroom quick, for like for real? like it's cool? Are you really here? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. This is like, I'm just, I can see he's nervous. It's like the first show he's doing, and this is fucking amazing. Give it up for for fucking Hunter for killing it. He's doing. He's really doing it. This is this is great. You guys, is his first time seeing him do his thing? No. Oh, cool. Like he did it in front of like an audience before. Or like, does, what's the? No, nah, this is cool. This is cool. I'm shitting on your show, but this is actually great. It is fucking weird, right? It's just like it's like a good weird. Like you probably didn't expect to see Leroy when you came up here, and you probably expected like a Leroy. Instead, you got a Reroy. It's fucking confusing. It's a little bait and switch. It's a confusing name. It doesn't match my face. No, like my whole life I got that. People were like so comfortable, like comfortable enough to go up to my mom and just be like, wait, is that, is that your son? Is that Leroy? Does that mean that your husband's black? And she used to be like, nah, but my mailman is. <laughs> Which is a solid joke. You can laugh at that. My mom's fucking funny. As a comedian, I respect it. I'm like, dude, you should, you should come to the mutiny and you could kill it. But as a child, I didn't like that joke so much because my mailman was black. His name is Craig. Um, very confusing for me. It led to a lot of intense stare downs when he delivered the mail without delivering the one piece of news I fucking wanted. Uh, like, I didn't have the words for it, so I used to just like, um, like buy baseballs off of Amazon and just make them throw me the package. You know, trick them into playing catch. Oh uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hashtag life hack. It's a, it's a fun thing. Um, it's good to be, Jennifer? I. That was my first love, Jennifer. It's so weird to, do you still live in San Jose Avenue? Oh, it's so awkward 
seeing, no, I'm just thrown off because I just, the last time I saw you, you're just like, you're not funny, Leroy. You can never do this. Look at me now, Jennifer. <laughs> Look at me now. How, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah? What? I don't know. What's <laughs> Heidi? No, it is true. It is me. Um, I stole her ID earlier. She, I was like, <laughs> I was at, I was at the front of the door, and like she gave me her ID. You can have it back. Thank you for that. Um, give it up for Jennifer. That was very, very confusing. Very confusing. Um, are you his friend? Are you cousin? Cousins? Friend? Just friend? Okay. You just seem like you don't want anything to do with him. That's that's super chill. You guys family? Are you guys like the Filipino side or like the? You're the Filipino side. Kamusta kayo? Para shit. I don't. No, you guys are. I, I'm glad you guys. You guys look like Olympic athletes. You guys look like. Oh, are you? Oh, you're fucking killing it. Give it up for her. I would have guessed four. But you're you're killing it right now. No, you guys are beautiful people. You look like you're like a bobsledder, and he was like a I don't know a coach. Uh, <laughs> and then you got kicked off because you know you guys did your thing. Um, who are you? That's a weird way to approach somebody. Oh hi, Michael. That's cool. You look like you have like um you you have like one of those um clipper cards, but you have the little string to it. That's true. That's fucking true. Uh, um. Well, this show is going off the rails. I went to college to make my mailman proud. Um, because the last joke, remember that? <laughs> no, it's college is like, college is cool, but like college is also like expensive. Because um, I went to a private school at the University of Miami, and like it's cool, but like the kids are super rich, and not only do they want to go to the bars and the clubs, they want table service, they want bottle service. I could barely afford textbooks. I, I can't keep up with the bar tab. Like, what the fuck are they? You know what I used to do? I still, I, I came to college, like, when I was, like, 22, 23. Like, a, a, lot, a little bit older than some of my, um, my, my classmates and everything. And they used to go to the clubs. I used to show up with, like, a fake ID, go to the front, give it to the bouncer. And the dude's just like, yeah, this isn't you. It says you're 18. I'm like, fuck you guys. I got to go back. I can't be here right now. I got to go home. I'm like overdressed and everything, going to the 24-hour library, trying to make friends there. Okay, this joke isn't going anywhere. This is sad. Uh, <laughs> no, it's cool. I, I, do, I, do, um, I do this sometimes. Um, and sometimes it turns great. Like the last show I went to, I got into my first three-way. Yeah. Like, um, unfortunately, it was a devil's three-way which means it was uh, two guys and one girl. Um, even more unfortunately, the girl did not show up. Um, we didn't look each other in the eye though. It was, it was called no homo, just bros helping out bros. Um, I feel like after that weirdness, I need to like show that I'm likable. Or not, I don't know. Um, fuck it, no, I was gonna do some likable jokes, but no. I got a job <laughs> recently. <laughs> I recently got a job 
um, after being unemployed for the longest time. Because, like, the weird thing about college is, like, you leave super overconfident. Like, you leave thinking that people might like you. Uh, <laughs> so, like, in turn, like, I started applying to, like, bigger companies. Uh, one of them was Google. I was fucking geeked. I was telling all my friends, like, you dumbasses are going to be in a cubicle while I'm going to be in a campus. I don't know the difference, but I'm going to have a bike. <laughs> I was fucking talking mad shit. And then finally, I got an email saying, we don't want you. And I was like, fuck Google. And my knee-jerk reaction as a millennial was to boycott them. As if Google's going to notice. Like, Google's going to be in a board meeting thinking like, Yo, guys, we're down one search on is this a mole or something worse. We need to get them back. And, and, and like... I gotta say, you guys gotta be careful of who you uh, boycott, cause like Bing is a terrible search engine. I could not find a job from that shit. Like, Bing is terrible. I thought that was the the strongest part of that joke, personally. Uh, um, you know what they don't teach you in school? Um, vanilla is a flavor. I don't know why people like try saying like that's vanilla, when you taste something that's vanilla and you're just like, yeah, it's vanilla. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that joke either. Um, you guys like sports? Yeah. I should have led with that. I was like, I'm going to kill him with this new vanilla joke that I came up in the car without a punchline. But you know what? Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about sports. You, you guys are Olympic athletes. What's your favorite sport? Golf? That's super interesting. Wait, why are you excited like that? No one ever gets that pumped up for you. Look like the only golfer you know is Happy, Happy Gilmore. Like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Do you know what actual sports do you watch? Do you hack, you a hockey fan? You love bull fucking shit. You're you love baseball. You you love drinking at the ball games. Are you are you are you an A's fan or a Giants fan? Uh, a Braves fan. A Bra Are you like a diehard Braves fan? You diehard. I, I like that you like shit, but I don't like that you're a diehard like lover of shit. Cause that's I don't like how diehard fans are overinvested. Like I'm a very non-committal person. <laughs> I got like flip-flop in my jeans. Like I hate it when like uh, diehard fans come up to you and they want to quiz you about it. Like when the Warriors started winning, they can't. People come up to me and they're like, um, "Leroy, you're a Warrior fan now? Like where were you when we sucked?" And I'm like, "Bro, I was watching the Lakers when we sucked." Because it's a lot more fun to be on the bandwagon, getting free shots, high-fiving for stuff you don't know about. Like, you're never at a party past midnight, and you're just like, hey, buddy, like, I'm, I'm glad you're having a great time. Like, I just want to know, where were you uh, at 5 p.m. when we were trying to set up the Wi-Fi? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, over here chewing ice. Like, put that in a cup and put some liquids in there. That's not gum. I took fucking three trips to bring that ice up here. Jesus Christ. Like, I, I, I think we need to enjoy things in peace. Like, you, I feel like ignorance is super bliss. Like, I like going to, um, to Sharks games because every year they make it to the playoffs. They never win it, but they make it to the playoffs. And I go to one playoff game, but I don't know shit about hockey. I go in there with the same mindset I have about my gay friends. I don't understand it, but I support it. That's the way you should live your life. Like the worst thing about diehard fans are that they don't know how to act around women. Like you know this as a female athlete. Like there's a usually, uh, <laughs> there's usually like some like weekend warriors like coming to you at the bar. Like, hey, you, you like sports? Like you're a Tom Brady fan? Like tell me everything you know about Tom Brady. Like that's not how you get a number. You never like quiz a girl pop quiz. You like pop quizzes? Is that how how you give out your number? 
Uh, I'm still heartbroken by you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you, by, by asking her to, to name facts about Tom Brady, you're just reminding her that there's a gorgeous millionaire with five Super Bowl rings and a sponsorship by Uggs. <laughs> Do you understand the power? He hooks her up with premium alpaca fur. It's like walking on clouds. See, the only people that made sounds were like women, because men, you can't afford to give her that lifestyle. Like, I'll put it to you, well, you can, because you're a gold medalist. Um, like, I, let me put it to you like this. Like, I, I feel like if women flipped that shit on us, we would look stupid. They would be like, hey, I, I heard you love the pussy, huh? You just love the pussy. All right, Mr. Pussy Lover, why don't you uh, tell me where my G-spot is? And now you got to sit there like a dumbass, like, yo. I never said I was a diehard fan. I'm a casual pussy eater. I dabble with clay. My name is Leroy Bweg. Um, hey, come see uh, me and Hunter on October 18th. We got the date, buddy. Uh, yeah, I didn't tell him. Like, we, we were producing a show in October 18th at the host or some hostel. I don't know. Follow him at uh, HunterLovesLittleBoys.com. Uh, uh, my name is Leroy Bweg. Leroy, it's at Gmail. Get it right. All right. I don't love little boys. I hate children. I do. No, nah, they're cool. They are. This next comedian sitting there right there with his notebook. He is a hardcore bracer. He's from Atlanta, which means he flew all the way out here for one night for this fucking show. I met him in Atlanta once. I've never been there. I Facebook stalked him because there's a little boy in his profile picture. Everybody, give it up for Clark Franzman. He sees my Facebook picture one time, he steals my Gmail account. Come on. I'm Clark Fransman at Loves Little Boys at Gmail. Terrible way to start a set. Oh, just awful way to get everybody off my side. Oh, man. Whose fucking terrible glasses are these? Are these yours? These are yours, right? Oh, all right. Great. All right, when I say, what up, squad, you say, we don't really fuck with you like that. What up, squad? We don't really fuck with you like that. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm a high-energy comic. That's me, Mr. Happy to be here. Okay. I grew up with a cool dad. I had a cool dad. He let us, like, you know, drink in the house and shit. He was like, if you're going to do it anywhere, you know, do it here. But, like, you know, he'd have to... He'd take the kids, he'd take all our keys before we got to the party. You know, he'd put them in a bowl, he'd pass them back out. Cool dad, cool dad, all about us fucking. You guys got it? You like Coke? Huh? Let's get into that. Who likes Coke in this room of six people? <laughs> here's, here's my, this is why I'm happy you got, you clapped. This is why I'm happy you clapped at golf. You guys look like if Dustin Johnson and uh, Paulina Gretzky never got off it. Hey, you don't get it? Was that an insult? You don't? All right. <laughs> Dustin Johnson was a golfer. <laughs> he had a little bit of a coke problem. <laughs> the PGA was like, why don't you take a year off? <laughs> and, and then Dustin Johnson took a year off and came back. Uh, probably didn't quit because he's just winning majors. <laughs> I fucking love Dustin. I love coke. Uh <laughs> I, I don't know which one I love more, DJ or cocaine. Uh, I, I do love coke. I hate uh, when I'm in a bathroom uh, without a mirror in it. 
Like the other day, I was in this bathroom where the mirror should have been. It just said, you look beautiful. And I was like, yeah, all right, I know that. Okay. Uh, what I don't know uh, is, uh, is there coke all over my nose? Give me a mirror. I'm bringing so much energy for you fucking sex. I don't, I'm not even on coke. It's wild. Uh, you ever lost coke? I'm, I feel like I don't know if I'm talking to anybody who can relate or it's like you could secretly relate, but she is not allowed to know how much you're relating. You guys do coke? <laughs> fucking this city sucks, man. <laughs> nah, it's not. There's other reasons. This is, well, pff, come on. Yeah, it's fun. I, lo I do love acid. Uh, I think acid is probably my favorite drug, now that you shouted it at me. Uh, no, I do love acid. You just get so much bang for your buck with acid. Like, you get a lot with that. Like, 20 bucks of weed, all right, you get a little sleepy. All right, 20 bucks of Coke, you get not enough Coke. Uh, 20 bucks of acid, you get to change who you are as a person. <laughs> that shit is wild. It's like $20 for empathy? What the fuck? <laughs> I lost a bag of Coke the other day. You'll never look harder for anything in your whole fucking life than you will for a lost bag of blow. Like, I lost my passport. I didn't even retrace my steps. I lost my blow. I'm prying open painted shut kitchen drawers with butter knives. Like, who knows? Maybe I got... And then... <sighs> Okay, all right. Uh, I, do, uh, I do like to party. I'm going to take the energy down a notch, huh? <laughs> Feels like everybody was getting exhausted. <laughs> uh, I do like to party. I'm a big... It's caught up to me a couple of times. Like, I've got, you know, like a DUI. Uh, and I've also, like, figured out... I've gotten pulled over so many times after a night of poor decisions that I've, like, figured out how to get out of DUIs. Like, this happened to me once. I was leaving a show. I wasn't drunk, right? But I had a little bit to drink, like six beers. And I'm driving home. And I get pulled over. Because uh, I've been swerving because I forgot dinner. And, uh, and so I get pulled over. And they come to the window and they, they uh, shine a light in my eyes, take my ID. You know, Mr. Franzman, do you know uh, you were swerving back there? Have you had anything to drink? And I looked at him and I just said, uh, no. Because you can lie to cops. You can just tell them whatever you want. My two gay dads start a target. Leave me alone. Uh, so I said, no, I haven't had anything to drink. You all right. Well, we don't believe you. So uh, we're going to need you to step out of the car. I step out of the car like, all right, uh, we're going to run you through a couple sobriety tests. They ran me through every sobriety test in the goddamn book. I, I pass them all with flying colors. It was fucking weird. Uh, and then and they go, all right, Mr. Franzen, uh, we just need you to do one last thing. Just blow in this breathalyzer for us. And I've blown in a breathalyzer before, and it didn't go so well for me. And so my lawyer had advised me to say this speech, which I was practicing in my head from the day he told it to me. You guys can use it uh, next time you have a little too much fun. So, Mr. Franzman, can you blow in this breathalyzer for me? And I looked at him. And I said, uh, sir, I've had one of those malfunction on me before, uh, so I politely decline. Am I under arrest or am I free to go? And he looked at me, 
and he put his breathalyzer back in his car, and he sent me on my way. Guys, holy shit. I was driving home going, what am I doing driving a car right now? I should be in jail. Guys, I fought the law, and I won. All right, I won. Uh, I've uh, lost a couple of times before. I am a convicted felon. But that night, I was like the Rocky of fighting the law, right? I'm coming back, fucking head, body, head, body. I'm a convicted felon uh, <laughs> for selling pot. I got caught selling pot in the South, and now I can't fucking vote. Uh, it's wild. I went to a pot store today. I bought as much pot as I had on me at the time. <laughs> it's fucked up. Uh, this joke never works in San Francisco, uh, and so I'm going to skip it. No. <laughs> what kind of comedian would I be if I knew a joke didn't work and then cut it out of my act? Uh <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> no, I, I had to go to jail. I, I I had to go to jail. I did like like some fucking real jail time, and uh, uh, first first I had the cops raid my fucking house for like an ounce for a fucking ounce. They kicked my door in. The Valdosta Police Department, the Valdosta Drug Task Unit. Kick my door in. 13 cops, bulletproof vests, shotguns. He was like, where are the keys? Where are the pounds? And I was like, I don't know. That's two different units of measurement. I don't, come on. And I had to go to jail. And I fucked up when I was in jail. Uh, and I let him know I was a comedian. And immediately, they were like, oh, shit, Clark. You funny dog. You funny dog. Tell some jokes, man. Make us laugh. And I was like, uh... I don't really do black rooms too well, but okay. I said that shit. They laughed. They were like, yeah, the numbers are kind of fucked up in here. <laughs> Hell yeah. That, that's the line that everyone's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I like start telling my jokes, right? And I was fucking ripping. Like I was killing. And then uh, kind of like I'm doing right now. And then, uh, and then I fucked up and I told this joke. I said, uh, I hate when I see Jews driving Volkswagens. It's kind of like seeing a black guy drive a Crown Vic. Like, don't you know what that car has done to your people? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up, man on the street? <laughs> it was quiet. It was quiet. They did not like that joke. <laughs> not because it's a bad joke either. They didn't like the connotation. Uh, and like when a joke dies in a comedy club or wherever we are, uh, you feel sad all right but you don't feel unsafe holy shit i never walked off stage after a bomb like i need to get to my bunk and shut the fuck up <laughs> so that was that one i should have quit at the big laugh but what kind of comedian would i be you guys get it can't call back to shitting down your own throat uh, I got a new job, huh? Give it up for me. Let's get some clapter on that applause. <laughs> I got a new job uh, because I uh, lied on my resume. That is, that's the key. I'm a self-motivated, hardworking, self-starter. And they hire me and they're like, Clark, uh, you are drunk. That's what you are. Um, I, uh, I'm a good interviewer. Like, I give good interview, like, like, I always have the right question to ask them when they're like, hey, do you have any questions for us? I go, where do you guys see yourselves in five years? <laughs> like, I don't know, with you as our president, you're hired. Fucking, come on. I, uh, 
I work in a my new job. I work in a mail room because that's the kind of <laughs> job I can get uh, with a felony. You guys remember that part? Uh, now I work in a mail room, which is great because uh, it allows me to like feed my new vice, which is stealing mail. <laughs> oh my god, that is so much fun. That's way better than shoplifting. I'll tell you that right now. You walk past your building security guard with a backpack full of letters. You're like, I'm the fucking mail man. I'm the king of this mail shit. Ain't nobody gonna stop me. <laughs> I, uh, I work in a cool mail room, too. It's not just any old piece of shit mail room. <laughs> I, uh, I like that sentence. Just any old piece of shit mail room. Uh, I work in a cool mail room. I work at Lucasfilms, uh, which is dope, because now I get to steal fan mail. That's a lot of fun. Natalie Portman has not gotten a letter in months. I'm telling. Honestly, I think I'm protecting her from Todd from Tampa. He needs to back off. Uh sometimes like I'll just take her mail like into the tub <laughs> like light a couple of candles and read it and pretend I'm her <laughs> so, oh yeah queen Amidala in this bitch I got rules when I steal mail got rules for my other felony that's my favorite kind of felony mail tampering uh, I, I got rules if I'm going to commit a felony like, I won't steal bills because I'm not a monster. I'm not trying to get anybody's lights turned off. Uh, and I steal every piece of mail that comes into my mail room from the Church of Scientology. I steal it all because I'm going to commit a felony. I'm going to do some good with that felony. I'm going to disrupt that communication just a little bit. All right? Like the last letter I stole, all right, it was to my man Rob. <laughs> I settled in Rob and marketing. <laughs> you know Rob. Uh <laughs> So I like I got home and I opened up the letter and I fucking read it and it was like a 200 question in-depth personality test and then an invite to a free barbecue. Rob never got that letter. Rob's still with us today, all right? I saved Rob. Uh, turns out Church of Scientology, great barbecue. Uh, they fucking are trying to get some followers. Okay, all right. Well, that's the mailroom chunk. Uh, um, this this one isn't on the radio, is it? Are we on the radio? Oh, man. I hope George Lucas doesn't tune into Mutiny Radio. <laughs> or Kathleen Kennedy. Or uh, my boss, Tommy. <laughs> I hope Tommy didn't hear that shit. And then check my backpack on Monday. Because I'm fucked. Uh, uh, it would it would really it would suck uh to have peaked in high school right we all know those guys you're looking at one honestly uh and those guys are shitty right but you know who's even shittier is the guys who peaked uh in the little league world series those guys gotta be fucking monsters just like a bunch of 30 year old men like yeah when i was 11 i was one of the best baseball players in omaha man all right hold on i haven't told that joke in a while i'm gonna restart it you know what it would suck to now nah, you didn't like it in the first place uh i want to make a lot of money and invent an app apps are cool i think tinder's a great app right uh, not even for how much scary, scary sex I had on there. Just it's a good app in general. Like I think the idea is good. Tinder's like <laughs> the 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 origin of Tinder 
Those guys must have been like, I don't know, what if Mark Zuckerberg wasn't scared of getting called a creep? Like, what if we just do his original idea? A lot of couples here tonight. Hey, couples, love that. If you're in a relationship and you feel like it's getting boring, looking at you, uh, and you and you got... uh, (laughs) Try this. If you feel like your relationship's getting boring, you need to spice it up a little bit, try this. Uh, just uh, end it. Yeah. Out of the blue. Hey, we're done here. Shit gets spicy, okay? Moy caliente. You haven't seen her cry in a while? All right. Uh, I, uh, I did do the online dating thing for a second. It was hard. It was hard. It was hard to get girls to respond to you on those fucking apps. But I think I cracked the code. I think I got the algorithm down. All right, what it is, to get a response, you open uh, uh, you open with a compliment, all right? And then you follow up with a question. Compliment, question. Like, hey, nice tits. Does your mom have nice tits? Boom, that's a message back every time. Usually it's like, hey, I'm a person, you can't talk to me like that, but the conversation has started. The door is open. You're in there. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm not gonna say my name because I just committed, uh, or admitted to committing a felony. So, goodbye. Yes. Thank you, sir, for trying to get my Irish side of my Catholic family, the Irish Catholic side of my family, yeah, divorce. That is exactly how we keep families stronger together. This next comedian honestly scares the living shit out of me. She does. She's going to scare the shit out of you, too, but I love her for it. Everybody, start applauding right now for Alyssa Westerland. Slide that right in there. Oh, my God. Wow. I get it, you guys. I get it. It feels fucking good. Just, I need a dick is what I need. I need a dick. No, 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 not yours. Not yours. I've got five. Uh, anyway, scary. I don't feel like I'm scary. I feel like I'm small, and I feel like I'm angry. Did you get your fucking ID back? Or is this, how long did this cunt play you before he gave you your goddamn... Anyway, okay, Clark, that was really funny. I'm, uh, I'm with Clark right now. I just... The felon thing. I'm not a felon. I'm too cute to go to jail. They don't arrest me for anything. I just... The guy I'm with gets arrested. That's how that works. Like, he, he goes to jail. They search me and he goes to jail i've got the acid copper anyway um yeah i've been in a lot of trouble with the police and i've never been arrested and i shouldn't even talk about this on stage because i'm gonna get i'm gonna jinx myself you know i'm gonna get arrested as soon as i leave here i'll be like you guys i'm on mushrooms oh my god i'm on mushroom oh my god anyway let's see jokes justice what did i write on here oh that's what she said that's what she said. You guys always say that shit, right? That's what she said. It was originally popularized to inform men that a woman already said that. So I'm seeing this new guy. His name is Hunter. His name is Hunter. He's so cute. He's so great. And I know his, his penis is small. But I'm shallow. I'm just not very deep, you guys. I'm not. It's, uh, I think it's my height. I think it's like a proportional thing. I feel like you're as deep as you are tall, you know? I can't be that deep. Anyway, you're pregnant. That was dumb. <laughs> I mean, no, I actually, you guys look like you might do a good job. You might actually care about children. Like, you might do. You might not be total cunts. Don't get a nanny. Like, make sure he's making enough money he can actually afford. You need to be a stay-at-home, make your kids lunch until they go out to school. Mom, fuck this shit. I'm not working and having a kid, you fucking asshole. 
Um, okay, well, we got jokes. So I was fucking this guy last night. Well, I just broke up with my boyfriend. I broke up. It was sad. I was actually really upset. You know, I was kind of like heartbroken, you know, because he told me, uh, he said, uh, Alyssa, I don't love you, but I want to keep fucking you. I was like, wow. That was really honest. <laughs> so we're still fucking. You know, because honest men are hard to find. <laughs> but no, I've been trying to go out on the rebound. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go fuck these guys. So last night, this guy, he was like, I'm going to give you a coconut oil massage. I'm going to just rub you down. I was like, okay. So he busts out the coconut oil. He gives me this massage. Everything's great. Everything's slippery. It's just fucking slippery as all hell. You know, like just, he just slips the condom right on and then he slips his dick right in me. And as soon as he gets that dick inside, he's, he starts talking. And uh, I hate it when men talk. It's yeah. so fucking everything they say is stupid, right? And he's doing it. He's doing it. He's saying the dumbest shit. He's like, oh, my God, I'm fucking you so good right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I'm giving you the best dick. Oh, my God, you love this dick. And I'm thinking, no. <laughs> I love pumpkin pie, right? This is a penis, and it seems to be working, but I'm bored. So I just tapped him on the shoulder and I said, oh my God, I'm, I'm bored. And he just, he stopped fucking me, right? So I roll over, I put my little whore dress back on. I say, hey buddy, what's your address? I need to get an Uber. And he said, uh, but don't you wanna see my art? Okay. Your art. Well, it's just the, the wrong order of business, buddy. <laughs> you start with the art, right? And then, then you do the coconut oil. And then penis. You go, art, coconut oil, penis. How do we say it? What are we doing? You got to say it with me, guys, so I know you remember this. Art, coconut oil, penis. Jesus Christ. And then I started thinking about dirty talk in general, and I was like, this shit is just gross. Because, like, I don't really want to hear about your dick. Like, and I figure if women talk the way that men talk in bed, would we still get laid, right? Like, if I'm just lying there, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm giving you the best pussy right now. Oh, my God, this is the tightest. Oh, my God, you haven't had pussy like this since high school. Oh, my God, this pussy is like a fucking river. Oh, my God, I am receiving your cock so hard right now. Yeah, they'd still fuck us. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I can feel it. But also, I learned something else, which is that uh, if you're ever scared, ladies, if you're ever scared and you just want to get out of sex and you don't know what to do, you just uh, tap them on the shoulder and tell them you're bored. Be yeah, because they'll be so busy questioning their entire sexual history. They won't do anything to you. Right? They'll just drop their jaw and say, don't you want to see my art? Uh, anyway, I fucking hate men. This guy told me the other day, he said, we're sexually compatible. He stood me up, but he wants to keep fucking me. They all love, they all just love fucking me. They don't love me. They just love fucking, oh, they love fucking me. Oh, my God. He said, uh, I know I stood you up. That's terrible. But I want to keep seeing you, you know, because we're really sexually compatible. Sexually compatible. I am a woman. Uh, I'm sexually compatible with everything. 
I don't even need you to have a penis. Right? I'm fucking sexually compatible with eunuchs. I mean, they don't have a dick, but I hear they love eating pussy. Right? I'm fucking sexually compatible with children. I know, it's a, a fucking rock. I could fuck a rock, okay? Literally, I am sexually compatible with this fucking can't. And I could fuck this goddamn microphone. Anyway, uh, so I'm sexually compatible with everything. And uh, I hate a lot. I hate, I hate. Sorry, that was supposed to be funny. You guys were supposed to laugh because a rock. I know I threw you off at children, but seriously, you guys, I'm a lady. I can fuck anything. Like, anything can fuck me. Uh, there are a lot of children who are bigger than me and who have tried to fuck me. And oh my God, telling a 14-year-old who's six foot tall that you're too old for him? Oh my, that's a very... It's intimidating. It's intimidating. Anyway, I fucking hate people. I hate... Who do I hate? I fucking... Well, it started with my grandma. I feel like all of the hate, you know, comes... It's passed down. My grandma, she's racist. Do you guys have racist grandmas? I know Leroy does. Uh, yeah, Asian's the most racist. You got some... Ra yeah, yeah. Everybody's got some racism in the... So my grandma, she's one of those racists who says... Uh, she says, I have Mexican friends, honey. But it is not our job to support those people. So I'm trying to get her to hate the Israelis instead. Because that's real support. It's unconditional. Um, no, but I do. I, uh, I hate fat people. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean the fats. Because they're destroying the environment, you guys. They are, uh, they are eating all the resources. They drank all the fucking sweet crude oil, right? And they killed all the ladybugs with their big fat fucking feet. They're just walking around and they're just killing all the ladybugs. And it's like, they don't even know they're doing it, right? Because they can't fucking see their fucking feet. They're fucking, they're so fat they shit on the outside of toilet. What is, oh my God. And, oh, and everyone's worried about man spreading. But have you ever seen fat spreading? It's just spreading. It's like fucking peanut butter in the sun. It doesn't stop. And you think I'm some kind of terrible person. Oh, she's up here. She's like, oh, I hate fat people. <laughs> they fucking hate me too. They call me a skinny little bitch. And then they just push me around with their fat, fat, fat. <laughs> I think I'm just scared, you guys. I think I'm scared of getting fat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because my brother, he got fat, and uh, now he's not allowed at Christmas. <laughs> Maybe that's just because he's dating a Mexican. <laughs> Figure having a, a racist grandma is a good reason not to go to Christmas, right? Who else do I hate? I hate fucking tall people. I hate tall people. Yeah, you fucking assholes. They used to call me knee-high in high school. Guess what? Karma is real because their knees are failing. Their knees blow, they blow out. Their knees blow out. My pussy didn't, but their knees did. Anyway, uh, let's see who else say. People with eyebrows? All of you. Fucking all of you, except for this guy. You know what our life, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. That bitch has no eyebrows. I mean, they're kind of there. They're kind of, they just really look like, yeah. Anyway, I got no eyebrows, man. So it's hard. It's rough. Uh, who else do I hate? Oh, fucking Asians who, uh, <laughs> who call themselves a minority, right? Hey, really? Okay, so apparently you guys aren't that good at math because 
You're not a fucking minority, okay? I'm a goddamn minority. I'm less than 1%. I'm a ginger lefty bitch. You want to talk about identity? You want to talk about your identity? I'm a left-handed bitch under five feet tall with red hair. I'm a bitch. That's just hard. Just being a bitch is hard. I mean, like, I got Oh, that's okay. That's who I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't hate them. I don't understand trans people. I don't fucking, I don't fucking get it. No, no, I, it's not, it's not hate. It's just really, really confused. Uh, because like, if you think that having a vagina is going to make your life better, you don't know what a vagina is. Right? Fucking, apparently, I, I don't know if you guys know that, but sometimes we have uh, the cottage cheese. It just comes out of our pussies. It's like a whole, and we can't stop it. We got to do what we do all these things. And then occasionally it's just like, uh, there's a fish. And you're like, I know, there's a fucking fish. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I got, no, you can't get it out. There's no fish. You don't find it. And then there's just blood. Just blood comes out. And you're like, whoa, wow. Every time, every month? Like every time, like seriously. And then whole people, whole people come out of vaginas. <laughs> having a vagina is not going to, maybe having a penis would solve all my problems, you guys. Maybe I would stop having to cover myself in shit when I walk to Bart. It's just, that's what I did. Maybe, maybe, never mind. This is not going to turn into a rape joke. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe a penis would solve my problems. But I feel like I'd still have an asshole and I'd still be less than five feet tall and they'd still rape me. I feel like I'd still get, I feel like I don't think a, a fucking penis is going to be a big, okay, I'm supposed to tell you guys real jokes. I fucking, I, I'm sorry, I was just going off. Who else do I fucking hate? Homeless people. Fucking hate homeless people, you know. I tried to love them. I even fucked a couple of them, um, but no, I hate them. No, I let this guy Tony live in my car. Uh, I just let it because it was winter and it was cold. My car was broken down, and 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 by the end of the week, he had a he had a dog, and uh, and a girlfriend, and then just like this regular friend guy. It's like wow, Tony. Figured I should just be living in my car this whole time. This asshole has more than I do. But no, I really hate homeless people because they're always asking me for a dollar. You know, they do it to everybody, you know. But just a dollar? Like, just a dollar? That's all you need is just a dollar? Are, are you real? Are you real? You need a whole fucking house! <laughs> Stop lying to people! I don't fucking care that they want a dollar. I just, I'm sick of the lies. I just feel like you're already at the bottom, okay? You've got nothing to lose. Just tell us what you need. Tell us 100% of what you want. You want a fucking house. Unless you're some kind of origami person, I don't know how you're gonna do this. Um, okay, real jokes. What else am I mad about? No, I did break up with a guy this week. That was fun. Fuck men, they're just distractions. I hope I go through menopause early. I just, I would rip this whole system out of me if I could. Anyway, I did get an abortion uh, the other day, and it was really rough, you guys. It was like, a, it, yeah, good for me. I know, right? Because can you imagine my child? <laughs> um, but <laughs> it was rough. It was like going on a 20-mile hike. I couldn't share on Instagram. And P.S. Ladies, I'm not one of those those little you know I'm not one of those girls who thinks that all the guys want to fuck me. I just think that uh, you would, you would, you would, you would, you would, you would. Oh fucking a! I think she would. Blown away. Blown away. 
Abortion jokes in front of my five-month pregnant cousin. It's great. It's great. How are you doing, Jen? You haven't said a word yet. How stoned are you right now? You're not? Yeah, that's why it took you 45 minutes to get here. From 24th Street Bart. Oh my god, that's my boss, people. How is she in charge of me? I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. This next comedian, I haven't seen you since Tommy T's. No, I have seen you since then. Not Tommy T's, Rooster T's. Rooster T's, yeah, Rooster T's Feathers. Last time I saw him, it was there. We had a great car ride on the way home. Fucking very funny guy. Great guy. Everybody, give it up for Jim McVeigh right now. So, do y'all... Okay, just give me a second to settle in. I just got here. How was the show? Is it cool so far? Cool. Did the... did the are, So, are you... You're not comedians. You work with him. And then you know... You're, did I hear that right? You're his cousin? Okay, and then who are you? You're a comic, and then are you a comic? Just a, fr a fr who's friend? Okay, I don't know Rachel. Cool. All right, I just wanted to just establish you know what was happening. Did the comedians do crowd work on you tonight? Did they talk to you a bunch? Was no really nobody 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 did like desperate crowd work. <laughs> what do you do? I'm just kidding. Uh, cool. I'm glad I'm glad the show's cool. Thank you for having me uh, at this weird little meeting, this little AA meeting. Uh, cool. Oh my god. Sorry, do you, I don't know if you guys like work the second you get to work, but it takes me a little bit to settle in. But um, man, dude, I'm I would, something I want to get off my chest. I'm I'm also probably not going to yell this whole time, but um, I am I'm four years sober, and when oh thanks, you do not have to. Uh, everyone's tired. You've just seen a whole show. Let's just chill. Let's just chill. I'm going to recite this little monologue. Uh, make specific eye contact with you at key moments and then let's get the fuck out of here uh i'm four years sober when when i agreed to be sober it was it was a different president and i did not know what i was signing up for i didn't know that i would have to watch every news hour like totally sober like at this point i i regret getting sober during these times like more than anything i did when i was drunk like I just have to like live through this shit all the time. And like I still I still like to go out and party and socialize and I got to make sure that my friends don't drive drunk. And that's becoming like a part-time job for me. So like what I've learned is you can't reason with drunk energy. Like don't even bother. But you can distract it. So like when my friend is about to drive drunk, I'm like, "Hey, wait, before you go, what's your ex doing these days?" Uh, you should call her. Uh, I bet she still thinks about you. <laughs> That's how you buy up some time. Get his ex on the phone. They're going to be talking for a long time. And then you're being a really good friend by being a really bad one. You know, I think, um, people act like people who have gotten sober don't make fucking terrible decisions. Like that's something that's supposed to be reserved for like drunk people. Like, but think about it, like sober people elected this president. That was a sober country that did that. And like, I, I'm sober. I make terrible decisions. I'm kind of bummed I'm going to say this on air and this is going to be recorded. But I had, I had unprotected sex with a complete stranger, someone I had never met before. It was, thank you. Well, thanks. More applause than the sobriety thing. I love that. Uh, like, 
We had unprotected sex. Both of us forgot to bring a gun. So we uh, we ended up hooking up in my car. And it, when you have like a sober hookup, it you can feel how transactional it is. And it felt it had the tension of like a high stakes drug deal. She might as well have been like, do you have the dick? And I would have been like, do you have the pussy? Let me count the dick. Make sure it's all there. One, two. You're short. We agreed on six. This is like five and something. And I'm like, there'll be more late. You trying to get killed? It's ridiculous. It's a good thing we were so we did it in my car. And so I think it's like it's probably good that we were sober because we had to drive later. And was, yeah, that was that was like the dumbest thing. And like I have no excuse for that. Like I was totally sober. And that, that's like the stupid shit that, that people don't really really talk about. Like you can still be a fuck like a huge fuck up and not drink alcohol. But anyway, uh fucking what was I gonna say? Like now that I'm sober, like it I just see parties for what they are. Like we're a bunch of grownups and we're just standing too close together in a kitchen. And like we're all pretending our ankles don't hurt. But like this is what like if you have to be sober at a party, this is what I do now. I find it's usually a guy who gets like too drunk and dishes out like too much love and compliments and makes everybody uncomfortable. And what I do is I find him and I get him away from everybody else and then I fish for compliments. And then once I harvest his love, all that's left is hate. And only then do I release him back into the party <laughs> where he becomes the belligerent guy. <laughs> it's not my problem anymore. Right now, like I was, I was thinking about like, like a sober hookup and how like, like it's like lacking. It was like lacking something. It's lacking intimacy. And like I get, I've, what I found is I get jealous when I see motorcycle couples Cause like that, I don't buy that at all. Like that's like a front. You're like, you're not tough. That is intimacy and trust. Like that's the only, I'm six foot two. That's the only time that you get to be little spoon as a man is if you're riding on a motorcycle and she, her choice is either cuddle you or die. That's your choice. When you like, I want someone to hold me like their life depended on it. But anyway, that's, that's something I was thinking about. But I think that like, it is interesting seeing couples. Uh, I'm not going to make eye contact. I don't know who's a couple, but we're not going to look at each other for about, like, I'd say 45 seconds. You'll see why. Uh, like, I think there is something about intimacy and trust and that, like, and where that leads. And, like, right now, there's, like, this weird wave of, like, people who are into cuckolding. I don't know. if Does everybody here know what that is? Okay. Uh, people, comedians right now make fun of cuckolding, but, like, to be fair, that is, we should give those guys some credit because that is the hardest to achieve of any fetish. Like you can't just go out and get that. Like first you have to find a wife that takes years to like find someone and like build trust and intimacy and communicate. And then like the easiest part of that is just finding any guy to fuck your wife. And that's it. That's like, I don't know why we give those guys such shit. That takes a lot of work. I respect it. Uh, I respect it. But boy, I kind of went off the rails. But I'll say this. Now that weed is legal, I took some cheat days for my sobriety. And I got high as shit on BART. And uh, I got too high to handle the concept of twins. 
Like I saw twins and I was like, why do you get to be two? The rest of these people are hardly one. You're just walking around here like two. <laughs> like I, I don't like weed. If I want to feel like the way I'm moving my body is wrong and everybody is talking about it, I'll just go lift weights at the gym. Like I've been going to the gym for like five months and so far I have lost $100 because <laughs> I, I forget to cancel auto pay. Cool. Uh, I'm in like, I don't know who I'm trying to quickly gauge you, but, um, are late twenties, early twenties, early thirties, 19. Whoa, dude. I would like, Oh my God. Do people ask you to buy them beer? Whoa, dude, you look like a man. That's so crazy. Uh, interesting. Dude, I, I hope you use your powers for good and not evil, dude. Um, that's cool. 19, are you, uh, so you, you're his boss? That's cool. Um, <laughs> that's funny, because I, I kind of feel like his boss. I don't even know. I'm just like, fucking, dude, put me up. Let me headline your show. Let me do 20, let me do fucking 20 minutes or whatever. Has it been 20 minutes? It feels like it's been, okay, time's relative. Einstein was right. But... I don't know. Uh, okay, so you're not late 20s, but um, you are very masculine. Uh, like, I think I'm trying to get my shit together. Like, just write it. Like, I want to, like, stop being such a fucking slacker. And, like, I'm trying to learn how to cook and get sophisticated. And, like, this recipe called for a cup and a half of sugar. I had to tear open 90 sugar packets. I had to get, that yawn counts as a laugh, by the way. Uh, I had to go to Starbucks like three times. Take that shit. Um, yeah, it's I, I have some dyslexic issues, and so cooking is kind of an issue for me. Like, uh, I get the, like the teaspoon tablespoon spoon thing mixed up, and like, I think like I if I can, I use the metric system. That's like, and I feel like America would switch to the metric system quickly once men realize that 10 centimeters sounds so much larger than four inches. <laughs> like if American men just knew how much bigger everyone's dicks sound in Europe, like we'd change every street sign in the country just to like make our, our pathetic genitals sound larger. It's smart. It's smart. It's like Starbucks. Call it a fucking tall when I mean, it's a small, you know? It's genius. Uh, but like, it's it's like, I feel like this pull of like wanting to be a better person and like, instead of putting in the effort to be, and like work on my personality, I just signed up to be an organ donor. That's just easier. Like, I just checked a, a box and no more emotional labor. Like, I think like what bothers me is Organ donation, that's like the greatest thing we've ever accomplished as a species. And they, like, they don't market it well. Like, they, they ask you at the DMV. Don't ask me for humanity at the DMV. Like, that's where I want other people to die. Like, that... There's no incentive. To, am I wrong? There's no incentive to be an organ donor. You don't get like a tax break or anything. You just get a little red dot on your license 
next to a photo of what you'd look like if you'd already died. And that's it. That's so crazy. I believe in this stuff, but if you drive a nicer car than me, I won't let you merge on the freeway. What kind of cars do you drive? What kind of car do you drive? What kind of car do you drive? You drive a truck? Whoa, dude. Okay. What kind of truck? Like a semi? Whoa, dude, that's cool. I used to work in an auto parts store and I'm just getting, I'm getting triggered, dude. I just, people used to come in asking for shit and I'd be like, I don't know what any of that is. And it was always, it was always a man who, it's weird because like he looks pretty masculine. He also looks like he drives an F-150. What do you drive? You walk? Do you got your license, dude? Dude, we got to go get you a learner's permit. What are you doing? The DMV in the city is insane, but like, uh, are you, do you drive? Okay. All right, that's fair. Well, you're the boss. So you don't, you don't, you tell people to drive you. you tell Hunter, what is, what do you boss Hunter around as? This is too fun. Does that, has anybody done this on the show yet? No. Okay. Okay. What, yeah, what, so what do you tell Hunter to do? Like, what are his duties? Fries? Oh, because you work, where do you work? You work at Five Guys. Okay, so you're one of the Five Guys. Okay. Okay. So you just tell, that's all you do is fries? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, like, on a typical day, does he do the fries well? Well, I mean, I was going to say good, but um, he's walking away like he's uncomfortable. I don't know who's uncomfortable. Are you uncomfortable? Is this, is this cool? Okay. I like, when I do crowd work, I like to ask for consent, just in case someone doesn't want to, like, this isn't really a show at this point. This is us just hanging out, and it feels weird to, like, deliver, like, to recite something at your faces. That feels odd. But, like, I was just, just thinking about how much fun that would be just to boss, you know, just to boss him around. Like, do you, have you had to write him up yet? What's that? Why would you write him up? Oh, I don't, so you're, like, a good guy at Five Guys. Who's Antonio? Oh, you're Antonio? Okay. Do you work at Five Guys? Yeah. Okay. So this is, so you guys are hanging out without getting paid right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Anytime my coworkers want to hang out, I'm like, uh, hang out at work. Right? <laughs> what, uh, what do you do for, what do you do for work? You do what? Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. That, hence the F-150. That makes sense. You, oh, you pipes? Um, you lay, like, what is that called? Steel? No. Uh, steam fitting is that what is it i'm sorry i don't know why i pop quizzed myself you didn't you weren't like hey can you guess what my career is uh cool sorry for this um like i've had some shit jobs like and i was looking at my resume and if i wanted in a pinch my resume could double as a suicide note <laughs> i could just sign that shit and the police would be they would be like yep those are some bad, they'd look at it, they'd be like, wait, is this, are these jobs or reasons? <laughs> these are, these are, these are some huge, what font is this? Uh, but like, yeah, I've had some, I've had some, some pretty, pretty shitty jobs, but like, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I think the hardest part, no matter what you do, like we all go to work, but I think the hardest part is you have to go to work first thing in the morning, like right when you were just dreaming. Like you have to wake up from living this other life in this other plane and then you have to wake up and go to your job and like sometimes I want to call out of work because I'm sad because I miss my daughter from another dimension that I abandoned in one reality because I had to pee in this one. 
that's like that's such a hard you can't call out of work because of that like hey i'm not coming in i have like full parental attachment to this like figure of a daughter who's like both three and six and blurry or whatever <laughs> anyway uh no nah, instead you just have to one okay let's get weird here i uh i had to i was like okay so that remember that sober sex thing i was telling you about Okay, so I hope this person never hears this, but I, I was dropping them off because we did it in a car. And I was like, hey, we were talking about another time we were gonna hang out or something. And she said, I don't, I don't like to go to the mission. My, my ex hangs out there a lot and I used to live with him. I used to live with his parents and they kicked me out because I gave him chlamydia. I had just had unprotected sex with this person and I had known them for about two hours and that is, when you only know someone for two hours, that's like 20% of the information that you know about them is that uh, you now have. So I go get tested or so, I mean, I start thinking like I need to go get tested and it turns out I'm like 44% Scandinavian, but uh, I go, I get tested. The only thing I say is like, Hey, please don't um, like I had to move back in with my folks for a little bit. Don't just don't mail this to to their house. Like that'd be like mailing it to a church. My mom's like an evangelical lady. And um, I come home about three days later and I've just been waiting just cause like, I thought I was showing signs and you can't call out of work. You can't call out of work and you can't call out of work and be like, Hey, I think I, think I have chlamydia. Uh, so you just have to say you're sick. And so I called out of work and then the next day, two other people at work were like, Hey, I think I had what Jim has. I'm like, you don't have chlamydia. You don't have shit. Get out of here. Everyone like that. I didn't realize like what a move that is. Like you call out of work sick, and the next day, three other people are like, "Yeah, I'm getting sick." Whatever he has, like he might have cancer. <laughs> like you probably don't have cancer. But uh, bye. Uh, so like, yeah, I come, I come home, and uh, oh, two, is that a two minute light? Oh God, sorry. I would have done my closer. Uh, we should have agreed on a better light. Uh, it's all good. Uh, I come home. My mom is crying. And she's holding the STD results. And at this point, I was like, I, I was pretty sure I had something anyway. So I was like, this is, let's just make this so much worse and have my mom read it to me. Uh, and so, also, what would a psychologist say about this? That's pretty weird. But like, sh she's crying and I'm like, fuck, okay. And then, um, because I, I mean, I was like, what do I have? Like, she's bawling. And so I like, I'd like snatch it from her and uh, I look at it and it's clean. And I'm like, well, why are you crying? Why? And then uh, she just didn't realize I was like sexually active. She's like, I'll never open you. She never opened my mail to begin with. This was just like some fluke. And I was like, well, why are you crying? There's nothing on here. And, uh, and she didn't, she just didn't realize like I was a man or something. And I was like, isn't it better that I like, I'm living with my parents right now. Wouldn't it be so much sadder if I was not fucking? Like that would be so much worse. Anyway, let me just do my closer and then, oh, is that cool? Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess it's not good to say this is my closer and then do your closer. You're supposed to just do whatever. But um, what's everybody doing after this? Anyone want to go fuck some shit up? Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So I was like, I was, one day I was in the garage and I was, I was at my parents' house and I was snooping through my dad's shit and I was going through boxes trying to find evidence that we're secretly rich and I found my father's Confederate flag and I was like, uh Oh, I would have like, I would have rather found like photos of a second family with like a photo of a boy that looks just like me labeled 
better boy. I would have rather found like my dad's porn that he made. But I found this this Confederate flag and I was like I was more confused than anything because my father's from England. Like it doesn't make sense. So I I went out and I asked him and I was like Hey dad, I saw there was a I saw there was a Confederate flag in the garage. Did the internet trick you? Was it was it Breitbart? You know, it was like those fucking Russian bots. What happened? And then he got annoyed with me and he's like, "What are you talking about? You don't remember?" And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "You were 9. You bought that for me. You were 9. You came home with that from a garage sale. You thought that was a British flag." And then it all came back to me. I bought a Confederate flag thinking it was a British one. And I pinpointed the day that my family gave up on me. <laughs> they're like, they're probably so relieved. Like, oh, thank God we don't have to save for college. He's going to be dumb. Like, he doesn't know the flag that he's a citizen to. And so, like, that story is so embarrassing I'm more comfortable just telling people he's racist. <laughs> you guys have been great. Thank you for sticking around. Keep it going for Hunter. Hey guys, guess what? You fucking made it. Give a round of applause to yourselves, people. Holy shit, we went through it. That was a long show. I know, I've been craving a cigarette the entire time. I hope you guys get home safe. I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna sleep, and I'm gonna dream about smoking. I really want a fucking cigarette. You guys have a good night.
of, I don't know, 17 and the 22. Jonathan was, Jonathan was dancing really hardcore. Jonathan is sweating, but he didn't hurt himself. Nope. Do you want to say anything before we stop this thing? Do you like him? War Bison is great. He was the only one in the pit. He was looking at people. He was asking him to come in the pit. He was the pit. He was a one-man pit. Well, yay, War Bison. We're going to go smoke a cigarette. We'll be back. This is not my show tonight with War Bison at the Parkside.